pretty good video. Uh, so Sean, Sean's story about getting baptized is this really provocative story of experiencing transformation. Right as he's, as I was like looking and he's sharing it, I'm just like, man, that's awesome. And he talks about experiencing like, like a wave of God's love. And I, and I was thinking about it, I was like, man, that's really cool. Um, my baptism was a little different. I was, it was 1987, and I had, I had heard uh, about Jesus my whole life because I grew up in the church. And I, um, actually, what happened, the way that this came about is I was, I was actually, uh, my mom um, was running into a grocery store, and she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna leave you and your sister in here." This is the 80s. This is back when they used to get do that. She had the car keys running and everything, and a big sign saying, "Take them." But anyway. Uh, She's like, okay, so I'm going to run in. She leaves, and then while she's in the grocery store, I, we, my sister and I both heard this loud trumpet. And we were like, it's the last trumpet. And we're like, we were left behind. And we're like freaking out. And so my mom came out. We're like, did you hear it? And she's like, she's like uh, no, I didn't hear it. And we're like, and, and I was like, no, I'm positive. And then we had this conversation about following Jesus. And she you know, help disciple me and ask me questions about my relationship with God. And I was like, I don't know if I have that. And so I made the decision to follow Jesus. And it was shortly after that that I made the decision to get baptized. And so, um, so it was 1987, and it was a, it was a Sunday. And I, I grew up playing ice hockey. And so I, was, I had a hockey game. And I, right after the hockey game, we went right to this church building to get baptized. And I just remember when I was heading there, I was very conscious of, of getting baptized as an expression of my faith. Like, I knew that I had decided to follow Jesus. Simultaneously, I was aware of that my sweatpants that were under my hockey pants had a huge hole right in the butt. And I was like, all right, I'm getting baptized, and it's important, but I don't want see anybody to see my hole in my pants. And I was like, I was, I mean, I'm telling you, it was like weighing on. So I was like, you know, I was like walking like this everywhere, and I got in the baptismal tank, and I experienced, I got baptized, and I came up, and then when I was done, I was, I, I kept thinking, I was like, man, I hope, I hope no one saw my underwear. And that was like this competing challenge with my baptismal experience. So I'm listening to Sean, and he's like, waves of God's love, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and I'm like, and my underwear were out. Oh. Man, so that's 1987. I was probably eight years old. And then fast forward, and uh, I was probably like maybe 16, 15, 16. And, you know, like I had grown up in the church, but I was at this stage not living for Jesus, okay? And um, was super angry at God, angry at my family. I just had a lot of anger and unforgiveness and like deep-seated issues, Um Long story short, my dad ended up, um, he got he went to prison when I was 15. I was super angry at God, super angry at my dad, had all this, this stuff just inside of me. And then I went to this um, Christian concert um, with this girl, and at this Christian concert that I went to just to get to the girl, God, like, showed up. And I remember hearing the gospel again and, and being, like, reminded about, about God's love for me. And, but I was really struggling with it because I was like, how, I mean, like, I've done so many things um, that God can't possibly love me. Like, I know that God loves people, but he can't love me. And I was 
wrestling and struggling with that and, and really trying to figure figure that out. And, and, and I, I want to come back to that story in a minute um, to talk about the relevance of baptism, but I didn't have Sean's experience. That wasn't my, my experience. But today is, you know, Baptism Sunday, and we're talking a little bit about what baptism is. And I want to read uh, just a couple passages of scripture, and then we're going to we're going to have some baptisms. But I want to read from the, the book of Romans in chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, and, and listen to how the Apostle Paul frames baptism. It was like one of the most beautiful passages. Paul writes these words. He says, well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also will live new lives. So the last couple of days, this actual week, I've had a number of of opportunities to talk about baptism. Today, two of my kids are getting baptized. And, no, don't clap for them. Okay? Don't they'll go to their heads. Okay? They're a lot like their mom. All right? We all know that's not true. Okay? But, uh, but so we have this long conversation about what is baptism. And I, and I had a conversation uh, yesterday earlier uh, talking to a six-year-old. And it's like when a six-year-old asks you what is baptism, have you ever had, like, a six-year-old ask you theological questions? It's like, all right, let me get the pastor. And I was like, let me get the pastor. Like, you're the pastor. I'm like, oh, yeah, hold on. Uh, it's, it's, a little, it's a little daunting, I think. But what is baptism? Let's think about that question for just a couple minutes here. I, I want to try to define it for us. If you've been baptized, this will hopefully enrich your baptismal experience. And if you haven't, I want to tell you why you should consider today making that decision. Um, the church describes baptism as a sacrament. Big word. All it means is it's a means of grace. It's a way for us to experience God. But I think that water baptism is something that the Bible teaches followers of Jesus to do that unites them with Jesus. It's an act of obedience, a step of faith. Baptism is not something that we do to go to heaven or to impress people. Baptism, in the Bible, it's pictured this way. It's pictured as a step of faith that we take in order to demonstrate and symbolize connection to Jesus. Baptism is how we identify ourselves with Jesus. It unites us to Jesus. Okay? Now, earlier we watched this video from Sean. And it's, I mean, I'm, I'm like listening to him. He did it all in one take. Okay? He's describing his baptism experience. It's like, Thank Catholic God, the love of God, the waves of God's mercy. And it was so beautiful. And I just kept thinking about my experience. And I was like, dang it. Like, man, Sean, what did I do wrong? You know? And I, and I was so moved because what he said is, I, I mean, I was like, he said when he, when he came out of baptism, he felt waves of God's love fill his heart. It's like the most beautiful thing. So amazing. And, and, you know, many of you maybe have had that experience. 
Like if you think back to your baptism, maybe you had that. I've heard story after story of people coming out of the water and being filled with the love of God and the joy of God and maybe even filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time. And, and maybe you haven't had that, but I want to tell you that if you haven't had it, you can have that. You can choose to experience that today. But I, I want to back up for a minute to 1987. So, you know, I get baptized, and I'm super conscious of two things. I'm conscious that I just made the most important decision of my life. I do know that because it was a real decision. I had no pressure. It was, it was a decision I made. And then I simultaneously am a you know, eight-year-old kid who's worried about people seeing his whitey tidy. Okay? And right after we got done baptism, with the baptism, we went to Chuck E. Cheese because that's where you go in the 1980s for all good kingdom things. Right? So we go there. And I remember weighing, uh, this stuff weighing on me and, like, wrestling with, uh, in high school, I started, you know, experiencing that, that feeling of maybe God doesn't love me and trying to wrestle with, uh, with that. And maybe you're here this morning and you wrestle with that too. Does God actually love me? Um, but I remember stumbling back on this Romans 6 passage when I was in high school. In fact, I think it was in youth group. Our, my youth pastor read this passage. And, and, I, and I read it and I saw, like, Paul keeps using this language of, of being connected Right? We've been joined. We've been united with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection at that point. And, and as I was meditating on that and seeing that, I, I actually had an awakening when I was 16 to actually what happened when I was baptized. And guess what happened to me when I was 8 years old and I was baptized? Even though I was wrestling with typical 8-year-old things, the truth is that waves of God's love truth is that I was joined and united with Christ's death, his burial, and resurrection. So even if you look back on your baptism and you're like, oh, I didn't have that super emotional experience, guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the truth of what baptism represents and what it is, is there's a mysterious aspect to baptism, is that the Bible describes it as a washing and a renewing of life where we are connected and joined to this one name, Jesus. And let me tell you another thing about baptism that I find absolutely mind-blowing. How many of you know that Jesus Christ died for you? Okay, well, let's talk about this. Jesus is baptized. Why was Jesus baptized? It's right there in Matthew 3 that he goes to John the Baptist, and he's like, hey, what's up, homie? That's how they talk back then. That's, that's Aramaic, okay? And uh, he's like, I want you to baptize me. And John's like, no. You should be baptizing me. Because John the Baptist knew and recognized who Jesus was. Right? He's like, I am not worthy of untying your sandals. And you want me to baptize you. Jesus says, just follow me. You, you have to do it. So I want to talk about that for just a minute. Why, why does Jesus get baptized? I mean, it is a, it's an important question for us to wrestle with here. It's going to help us flesh out the, the, the importance, I think, of baptism. This is, the, this is the answer to that question. Jesus got baptized in order to identify himself with the sins of the people of Israel. Because okay? I want to just parenthetical statement. Jesus is the Son of God, is God, holy God, holy human, 
does not sin. Are you with me? Like, Jesus didn't, you know, do something wrong growing up that, oh, darn it, darn it, you have to get baptized now because you need to repent of your sins. Jesus was perfect. So why does he get baptized? Here it is. Jesus gets baptized in order to identify himself with the sins of the people of Israel. He wants to join himself and unite himself to the brokenness of humanity. He was baptized as a way to demonstrate that he was willing to take on all of Israel's rebellion, all of their brokenness, all of their mistakes, all of their messes, so that he could redeem them. So just, that is like one of the most profound things about baptism. And this plays into why we get baptized, because Jesus willingly joined himself to your messes. It is so beautiful. Like, this is what we, we basically get in the Gospels. Is we have this, this picture of Jesus being baptized. The reason why Jesus gets baptized is because he wants all of the sin and brokenness that Israel had, he wants to put it on his shoulders. And he takes it to the cross. And he dies on the cross so that he could redeem the lost children of Israel. And then in the New Testament later, Paul fleshes this out and he says that in the same way, that Jesus joined himself to broken humanity, we join ourselves to unbroken Jesus because he has the power to conquer sin and darkness and death. And so, folks, when you and I get baptized, whether we got a hole in our pants or not, when that happens, we are joined, we are connected to Jesus and his identity. And that is one of the most beautiful absolutely overwhelming. And something that happens when we're baptized is is a work of the Spirit. And this is what I want to just encourage you with, is it's a mystery. Like, I don't know. I've studied the Bible for a very long time. I, I've looked at it, and the one thing that I'm for sure about in the Bible is that there's something mysterious happening when we join ourselves to Jesus through water. It's one of the most beautiful pictures that we have. And it's a declaration of saying, I belong to Jesus. I belong to the one who was crucified, who was buried, and who rose from the dead. So in a moment, we're going to have some people baptized us. We have four sculptures. But I want to give you an opportunity right now to think about whether or not you should take that step today. And and I don't want anybody here, I want to say this. This is not a pressure. We don't. I don't get paid more for the amount of baptism I see. Very important. Yeah. Okay. There's no tips that happen. What What does happen though is if if you have a sense in your heart right now, and you've never been baptized, you've never said yes to Jesus and been baptized. I want you to know that you're going to have an opportunity in a few minutes to make that that decision. And we have towels. people here who would love to cheer you on with that. Um, but also, if you're here this morning and you, um, you've you been baptized and maybe you've forgotten the significance of it, right now I want you to press into that. Your baptism was real, was valid, was important, and was a mysterious joining of your life to the life of 
So this morning as we watch people be baptized, what I want to say is this is a reminder, isn't it? It's a reminder of the power of baptism. So when it happened way back in 1987, Jesus was claiming you as his own. And when it happened in your life, Jesus is claiming you as his own. Let's pray for that.